The Movie Hour, episode 230, May 8th, 2013. The following episode does contain our summer preview for the year, as well as a fair amount of swearing and some spoilers. Enjoy the show, everyone. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Ray Harry Hausen Stop Motion Movie Hour. That's a mouthful. Uh, my name for tonight is Greg Maloney. It will remain that way for the next 56 minutes or so. And there are important things to discuss tonight. We have our summer movie preview preview to lay out for you guys. But before we get to that, allow me to introduce my co-host with the most, Brother James and everyone's favorite, Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen. How's it going? Hello. I'm tired, man. It's been a long day. Yeah. So, I'm sad that Ray Harryhausen's gone. I know. Stop motion master, really. The pioneer of special Wait, effects. Who? Ray Harryhausen. Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> Harryhausen. <laughs> oh man, my my throat hurts. It must be because uh been just just concentrating so much on what we have to do for this podcast. There's a lot to talk about. Summer preview today. Uh we do have uh, another person in studio tonight as well, I guess kind of uh, remotely, I believe I heard Josh on uh, the Gunga Pet Sat phone. Josh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, fantastic. You're mobile tonight, right? No, I'm. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm mobile. Yeah. I'm mobile. <laughs> I was gonna just say, so you know, every time you introduce Josh, I flash gang signs. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I just do. Because he's best. You best. You know it. You know it. Yeah, it's been you no know, another week in movies. You know, nothing really has happened other than Iron Man three fucking killing it in the box office. Yeah, which, yeah. Which there are a couple of things. Who was closest to that prediction? Oh yeah, who yeah. was closest? Me. Yeah, Jim. Are you sure? By a long shot. By oh, ever. What was the number? Uh, the number for Iron Man three was a hundred and seventy four million. Jesus Christ! Wow, that's that a lot. Of, near that's top, a lot of million. Like, it is near the top, Josh. Yeah, it's very near the top. It is actually the second greatest opening weekend in the second to avengers correct congratulations fuck avengers (laughs) fuck avengers what what was avengers what was the avengers uh what was that it was was around 200 wasn't it the so it's 171 versus whatever the avengers was yeah and i'm trying to the avengers was 207 Holy shit! Yeah, the Avengers made a fucking thirty minute off. Boku bills, dude. Boku bills. Um, but yeah, I we first off we uh we talked about how uh, we had wrong intel from the interns who have now been punished. But there it was actually stop laying blame. Right, Iron Man three was in three D. So that yeah, so you should probably just add like oh my god, that would have changed my guess to probably around a hundred like one seventy one million something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 175, like 170.5 or something. Right, like that. right. Yep. I know. Anywhere in there. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere in there. You can't be exact with these things. So, a lot of people caught the movie, obviously. I'm guessing, like, it's weird because it didn't seem like Iron Man 3, we all bid low for, you know, it's not like we were all not just. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I How honestly thought even with, the, even with the 3D thing, I like this was the first kind of blockbuster of the year, but I didn't think there were going to be that much support for this movie. But maybe it's a little like, is this like running sort of following the the coattails of Avengers a little bit? Like, why did Iron yes. Man three make this much money? Yes, and the best part of Avengers, which was Iron Man. <laughs> so, yeah, Iron Man. I haven't even seen it. I don't even want to watch it. Avengers or Iron Man 3? Avengers. Yes. Either what? one of them, really, but Avengers more than 
I'd rather watch Iron Man 3 than Avengers. <laughs> Josh is the fucking curmudgeon. Just fuck everything. They're all terrible. It's, it is all Iron terrible. Man, Iron everything Man 1 was pretty good. Iron Man 1 was alright. It was tolerable. I liked what, Iron Man 1. What do you think about Iron Man 2? Iron Man 2 shit. Yeah, I didn't like it all Except that Except for, Ro- like, Rourke is always awesome, but even his part in that movie is pretty bad. Oh, like, it's terrible. It's terrible, yeah. Josh. Um... And actually, James and I saw Iron Man three, so we'll we'll jump to that in, in a second, I guess. But um, yeah, I think I really don't know other than like okay, opening like this is you know all, the movie was all by itself. Uh, people that maybe saw the Avengers and weren't into movie like the superhero movies all that much, like maybe like a a la Raisa who now loves superhero movies apparently. The the lovely Raisa, maybe she'll catch this movie. Jeff, you guys, yeah, there's, a, there's a good chance that I yeah. could uh, because the, because of the Avengers. Yeah, um, I think it was um, Flash. <laughs> it might have been Flash. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I think the Avengers was later in the game. I think that um, maybe Iron Man got her going, or uh, or Thor, perhaps. The hunky Thor guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been the Thor guy. Thorry Thorderson. Thor, Thorry Thorderson. I think the first one I made her watch was actually Dark Knight, and even though she she's pretty freaked out of uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, like she she. She doesn't really like that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's not really an interesting right. story. Come on, let's go. <laughs> not a problem. Uh, right. So I guess do that way we have to do the summer preview. Let's do movie reviews first. Uh, there's not really other, like other than Iron Man destroying the box office this weekend. Uh, not much. Yeah, what was? Do we have a second? Like what was second in the box office this weekend? Yeah. Uh, pain and gain. Are you what was the number there? The Michael what? what was the what number did they come? Well, up it with? didn't come. That didn't come out this weekend. Like nothing oh. came out this weekend. Other than other everybody than avoided it. Right. So, take good reason. That apparently. certainly didn't hurt Iron Man's numbers at all. Right. So Iron Man three hundred seventy-four million. Pain and Gain seven point five million. But oh again, yeah. It's been out for what? That was the second weekend. Even though you know it's a terrible movie. Pain and Gain, baby. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, right. So Iron Man three, which. Josh, I know you like. I, I'm kind of feeling in, like in a spoiler kind of mood right now, James. Like, do you spoil it? Spoil yeah. it. Spoil. Are you, spoil. Are you that? Spoil. That's spoil. fine with me. It's fine with me. Okay, so we're. Like, gonna... I don't feel like spoiling anything changes any of the results of the movie. Like your Thank vision. God, because otherwise I was just gonna have to keep chanting throughout the entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so yeah, anyone? We're gonna pretty much go through the entire we're gonna Iron Man three. Do some so... details. If you really, if you really, really don't want to hear any more information about it, now's the time to sign out. Josh, are you gonna hang out with us, or do you want to duck and cover? I am gonna talk about Dark Knight Rises as well. Okay, I'm down for Iron Man. I don't want to know about Dark Dark Knight three. I don't want to. So just tell me before you sw- switch over, or are you doing it together? Uh, I was thinking about kind of doing it together. So you okay, might have to so... like go play with your, you know, your toys or something for a little bit, and we'll be back. Yeah, I got a lot of work to get the screens <laughs> anyway, so I'll get them. I'll get, All right, because we need some. Pre- you're you're a pivotal point for this. All right, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I'll be back in a few. I okay, I'll, I'll take care of business. Okay, and yeah, go see Greg Gatsby or something in the meantime, because that comes out this weekend. Uh, I'll go watch that right. Now. <laughs> go read it. Go read it. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I'm I'm happy you're taking care of business. Okay, so. As as mentioned before, I saw James uh, saw with James Iron Man three. So we don't get you know, as a Gunga Pit, uh, we we don't go out that often as a uh, as a unit to go check out movies. And but, has there ever been one that we've all been like, yeah, that was awesome? I don't think there has been when we get together. So it's probably no, better well, that way. The one that sticks out in my head is we all went and saw Benjamin Button together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, that you was guys hilarious. really didn't like that one. For, 
pretty good. I didn't mind it, but... Oh, yeah. Dana, he's gonna turn into a kid! Stop! No. Okay, anyways. Oh. <laughs> so, first, best thing about Iron Man... Not best thing. First thing, Iron Man 3, I give it respect because it's called Iron Man 3. Best third... Uh, the third movie uh, name ever, Iron Man 3. I love it. Um, it's no Evil Dead 3, which isn't out yet, but it's going to happen, so get ready for that. Um, so, third in the series, following Tony Stark, blah, 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 blah. Everybody who hasn't heard of Tony Stark and the Iron Man story should uh, should probably, uh, I guess, listen to another podcast. Um, so, or go see the movies. Yeah, or go see the movie. Directed by Shane Black, uh, nothing special. Did uh, Last Boy Scout, Lethal Weapon 2, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Has done wait, wait, I thought you said nothing special, and then you just list that shit off? Yeah. Nothing special. Nothing special. I'm taking this very seriously. Give me a break here. So everybody uh, <clears throat> from the originals, first and second, I guess second has returned because Don Cheadle plays uh, James Rhodes again in this. Uh, Guy Pierce comes in as Aldrich, Aldrich Killian. Uh, Rebecca Hall comes in as Maya Hansen. Um, you see a little bit more of John Favreau in this, and then you see uh, Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin. There are a couple other, you know, the the presidents played by William Sadler, which God bless him and his uh, B movie status. I love that guy, uh, but he gets to play the president in this, which was cool. I like that. So the story in this, the last time we got to see Iron Man was in the Avengers, which. They play off a little bit of. We get to like what do they say? It's, it's you get the idea that's been like eight months or like three months or something. Did you get the timeline on that? It's game? definitely not a year. I don't remember no, the timeline. No, it's but... not. So like the Avengers happens in the timeline, and then this is months down the road, and our boy Tony Stark has a little bit of uh, anxiety attacks. Pretty much, he can't sleep very well. He's like planning for an, like an alien invasion, and is just constantly trying to. Um, pretty much just tinker and create things that are going to help protect uh, mainly his uh, number one love, Pepper Potts. Like, <laughs> Pepper, yeah, Potts. Pepper Pats. Now, the second one, <clears throat> I did not like the second one very much, mainly because Pepper Potts was turned into a nothing character and had really nothing to do other than walk around and getting in trouble. This... So you like this one then? Right, exactly. This movie seems very similar to that in terms of Gwyneth Paltrow's role, um, which I was not happy about. But we'll get to that. Um, so anxiety attacks. He ends up. Uh, there are these uh, like quote unquote terrorist videos being released by the Mandarin, and he's blowing up places and uh, around the world, and uh, some attacks in the U.S. and it's something on the radar. And it's something that Don Cheadle, James Rhodes, and the government are trying to deal with. That's when we get introduced to uh, Guy Pierce's character, Aldrich Killian, uh, the head honcho of AIM, another company that is developing pretty much the ability to alter uh, human DNA and make a more like superhuman... Yeah, regenerate limbs. Right, regenerate limbs, warrior... Do you remember what it was called? Do you remember what the... I don't remember what yeah, it was called. No. So what the thing you get to find out as this goes on is uh, Guy Pierce uh, is one of the bad guys, you know, multiple, you know, a lot of superhero movies have multiple bad guys. Guy Pierce ends up turning into one of these. It's no surprise there. And he ends up using his technological advancement, this human thing, this human uh, DNA alteration to pretty much create super warriors. But the issue is there is some faults in his recipe. And once in a while, his creations will just blow up like in a huge like incineration that'll you know yeah. take out like a city, city block yeah. yeah right exactly and what you end up finding out 
through what seemed to be really just bizarre turns of like, okay, Iron Man gets attacked at his house um, and you end up this, like I'll go through this a little bit because it kind of pissed me off, was Killian decides to blow up Tony Stark. Um, I don't even remember really why. Well, he antagonizes him. Right, right. Um, there's there's a, hist- a bad history besides. So he ends up trying to blow up Tony Stark at his Malibu uh, house. And this is what you get to see in the trailer. And what happens is uh, Tony Stark has created all these remote suits that he can kind of command in different ways. And he throws a suit onto Pepper Potts to save her. And while that's happening, the room, like his whole house is blowing up around him. And Pepper Potts is like in the suit and ends up helping like another person to safety. And then Tony Stark takes the suit back. He calls it back to him and it get it gets back to him. Pepper's there and Pepper in this place is getting attacked by a helicopter. She's just shooting missiles and, giant i'm sure caliber machine guns whatever and at some point pepper just walks like back into the house while there's like helicopters still shooting at the house just to see what happened to tony just so she can scream like tony five times and that's when uh tony starts like falling into the water and he gets his suit on just in time and pretty much ends up escaping but i just found it hilarious like i could barely suspend my disbelief enough to think okay there are missiles blowing up over there i'm gonna run towards it without a suit on that was awesome um and pretty much in the suit in this remote suit she seems pretty much invincible as iron man in in one and two pretty much was as well which we're gonna get to later on um anyhow that was my i didn't like that scene second thing that really bothered me so we go through that and you realize and this is the big spoiler is as we get to more and more get to hear about the Mandarin, you find out that the Mandarin is a creation of AIM, uh, Aldrich Killian's company, to mask these explosions that are happening are actually just Killian's uh, units, military guys that are either blowing up on purpose or he's having problems with his technology where they blow up and he needs somebody to take uh, credit for it. So he creates a terrorist and that is the Mandarin. And... Like, I did a little bit of research. I'm not a comic book guy, and we talked about this a little bit before on the show, but the Mandarin's supposed to be a pretty big supervillain in the Iron Man saga, and I gotta like I feel sorry for anybody that's a comic book fan and went and saw this movie because they were probably pretty pissed off. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of sad. That, that was kind of unfortunate. Anyhow, I think Ben Kingsley did a great job at playing that guy, by the way. But uh, He did. He, did a good... <laughs> he was a lone highlight. Right, right. Um so there are there are a couple, I wouldn't even call them twists in this movie that I won't even go into, but I want to get to the end part. And at the end, and you get to see a little bit of this of the trailer, Pepper Potts is captured. Um, Killian has inserted his enhanced DNA alteration, whatever, into oh, Pepper Potts. And is holding her hostage pretty much with it because if he isn't constantly giving her injections or controlling her temperature, she's going to blow up. And he wants Tony Stark to do his bidding for him. Um, so he's trying, he's holding her hostage and wants Tony Stark to work for him. And surprise, surprise, that doesn't work. Um, that Tony Stark ends up um, getting teaming up with James Rhodes and gets uh, set up at the end together in a giant firefight, which includes a ton of Tony Stark made Iron Man remote suits, 
which are being controlled by Jarvan, his beautiful AI that runs everything that we all know is super cool, which is voiced by Paul Betty, Bettany. Um, here's what, so it's a giant fight between all of his Iron Man suits um, trying to save Pepper Potts, and there are tons of, of these enhanced super warriors with this DNA that have the ability to, you know, regenerate limbs and also create, like, create very, very, yeah, yeah hot, hot, you know, uh, like magma level, yeah. right, magma level temperatures. What I found hilarious about it is in that scene, I know this is pretty much like the last Iron Man movie, at least in terms of solo, it's the last planned one, but this has made a billion dollars. I'm sure someone's throwing money at Robert Downey Jr.'s feet right now, but, um, just the fact that at the end he has like 20 suits maybe fighting for him and they're just blowing up all over the place. Like just, it seemed like in that five minute segment, you know, it's probably even more than five minutes. It just seems like the Iron Man suits are all just made out of tinfoil for five minutes of the movie. Like they just blow up when they run into walls, when they get thrown into, you know, like which, you know, thrown into a crane, like in any of those other movies, or even even earlier in the movie, where he's wearing his remote suit to save Pepper and then gets crushed in his own house with it, yeah, it's got it's all, indestructible. It, it's indestructible. But in these last ten minutes, I'm like, I know it's a blockbuster movie. I know it's a popcorn movie, but it pissed me off. And I, I like I liked Iron Man one a lot. Iron Man two kind of disappointed me. Iron Man three is on the same par as Iron Man two. Like, I'm not upset I saw it, but I was hoping for more. That's all I'm saying. So, James, talk a little bit about what you, what you want to yeah, say. Yeah, it's like the, the suits, the thing that bugged me even more than the indestructible versus destructible you know, flip-flop thing they did right. is the whole just being able to summon the suit and, like, crawl into suits at a moment notice. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's doing this fight with the main bad guy, and the guy goes to swing at his leg, and he, like, removes his leg from the suit, lets the suit get cut away. He jumps out of the suit. <laughs> And like lands in another suit that's flying through the air and uh, encapsulates him, and then he f- continues the fight and does it again, and like just keeps jumping into these suits midair and it, right. it surrounds him, and it's ridiculous. Just <laughs> like <special> facts, just <laughs> yeah, just like guys are just printing money. No matter what, if I jump out, there'll be a suit there to save me. Like that's the feeling you got. Like it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, and then my other like in this epic scene, um. Pepper Potts lends a fighting hand at the end. Oh, God. And, she, and she's got this super serum thing going through or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, it's just supposed to give you the ability to generate heat and, you know, have some strength and, you know, some regenerative powers. But all of a sudden, like, she knows, like, this kung fu move and stuff like that. And it's hilarious. Like, really? This teaches her stuff, too? Right. Like, like, it's not... I. I kind of understand how okay it can give you the abilities and maybe some kind of data to make it train you. Well, what I found hilarious was her just reflexes was what I found yeah. funny. Which again, a reflexes being maybe I don't know that that part I give a little bit of pass, but I, it was like that was the only they thought it was really cool. Pepper Potts kind of saves Tony Stark toward the end. Right. And I thought it was like just the epitome of what was wrong with them. Like this just yeah. is just stupid. Like <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm so upset by them. Um. <clears throat> I love Iron Man one, and I like it a lot because of Robert Downey Jr. and his portrayal of t- Tony Stark and his witty banter with people and stuff like that, and his comedy. And it feels really rushed and forced in this one. Um, he has this exchange with a little boy while he's kind of MIA for a while, and 
Like the whole, every conversation he has with the kid just feels like it's just rat-a-tat-tat-tat, get the sentences out and move on. And there's like no substance whatsoever. There's no, like the comic timing is neutered basically. It seems like during all I guess, this. I guess I could, I felt some of that. There was one, there were a couple, I laughed a couple times during the movie to some of those comments, like back to what they wanted to be funny. And the one. Yeah, there's a couple that do breakthrough but i think for the most part i think it was worse than it had been in the past right agreed Agreed. um and then the whole you're talking about his little like panic attacks right those seem really forced like and not well acted like he's like talking about his own panic attacks while he's having it's like oh i'm having a panic attack again you know this sucks what do i do to get out like i'm having a panic attack yeah like he's literally having a conversation with the little kid about it and the kid's like oh you know you're a builder build something get your mind off it i was like okay i'll do that and like that's how he like kind of calms himself down and just like really that's how we're handling this okay so that kind of bugged me a bit too so yeah it definitely i agree it's i like i i like iron man one a lot uh it's probably in my top five-ish superhero movies um but uh, yeah, it's probably on par with number two somewhere. I, I've got to see two again if I really want to judge that, but somewhere in there. Uh, I did, because I caught this movie and th- I was kind of upset by it, I ended up watching Dark Knight Rises, which I hadn't seen yet, which I, I figured it'd be a good uh, tool for comparison to this. Like maybe like um, maybe I was just being unfair. It's a third movie and I've seen like we've seen enough of him maybe um, the third movie of Dark Knight is going to turn me off just as much. And I, I've seen uh, the other Dark Knight movies, and I know James, I think you guys both reviewed, I think you guys both caught it in the same weekend or week, didn't you guys? Uh, the Dark Knight Rises? Anyhow, it's been reviewed. And yeah. it's, um, I I liked it. I, I, uh, I liked it as a third movie more than I liked Iron Man 3. Uh, but uh, I, what I think the difference was, and it just seemed like in Iron Man 3, the plot was kind of it's kind of glued together. And I think the Dark Knight Rises like wasn't the perfect story, but you could tell that they at least like aimed a little higher. They achieved a little, like a couple of like useful twists. Like I know it's been a while since the movie came out, and you guys have all seen it, but like the telling of the Ra's al Ghul and a little bit of the um the prison that they create like yeah it's a little cliche of like oh i wonder if he's going to climb up the wall when he goes up this thing and it's going to be without the rope okay surprise like that that's not what i mean but like the story of at least creating a back end where there's a bane story there's a razo ghoul a little bit of, of mix in there's uh the dark knight himself like other than uh, Tony Stark being afraid of aliens and having panic attacks. Like, what is he overcoming? Like, there's nothing else going on in that movie um, other than superhuman guys, I guess, to fight other than aliens. And in The Dark Knight Rises, at least you have a situation where they're like the cop thing, I thought was a just a little uh, contrived. Like, the whole, all right, the police officers are now pretty much the bad guys everybody's running loose and Bane's running the uh, running the show in Gotham but you end up having I like the story where you have the Dark Knight shows back up pretty much gets his ass kicked sent away again and ends up being a story of uh, um, I already forget Jim's boy that's in it um, 
Joseph Gordon Levitt. So Gordon, yeah. J uh, JGL. Can we call him JGL? You can. Okay. Um, he enjoys it. I like his like I like his character in this movie, and or you know in the Dark Knight Rises. I guess we're not really discussing as it the believer. Right, right. Um, I think he does a pretty good job, and may, like maybe it is the acting, but I was just sold on it more. Or maybe I was just so pissed off at Iron Man three that I was looking. Well, I, th- I think you, I think you hit on something, and I haven't seen the Iron Man movie yet, but I think you hit on something that separates the Batman movie from a lot of those Marvel movies, and um, is that there's like an actual conflict going on, not a manufactured superhero conflict. Right, and that was actually yeah. I was thinking about that too. Like maybe it's just because Dark Knight's like Batman's a darker right. character. Um, but yeah, there, there, there's no. a uh, there's a more yeah more sentiment or sentimental is not the right word but like a more personal conflict and I think that as we get older we start to like that more than shit blowing up all the time possible it's possible anyhow um, we've got other things to discuss uh, unless Jeff did you catch something you want to talk about really quick I or? saw Ted um, so you already you already reviewed yeah James, that, right? James reviewed it uh, I was a little surprised at how it was just sort of like a stoner comedy yeah. <laughs> Like how are you surprised by that comedy, comedy? I mean, I thought it would be like a, I don't know. I didn't, I thought it would be like a tacky comedy sort of like, and there'd be like raunchy jokes and shit, but it was a right. big time stoner comedy. Like it was. there were, I don't know. All the flash Gordon stuff is like way <laughs> over the top. I mean, I appreciate it. And especially germane to our podcast, given flash Gordon's recent success, but, uh, you know, cool. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen it. Should I catch it, Jeff? Should I, would I like it? Uh, I mean, you know, versus watching Commando again, yeah, you should watch it. <laughs> hey, a lot of things are not better than Commando, right, John? I agree. A lot of things are not better than Commando, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but like I most, mean, you've seen Commando a lot of times. World. Yeah. Most of yeah. the Western world is not Josh, better you're than back. Commando. Spoiled Iron Man 3 and The Dark Knight, so, or Dark Knight Rises, so you, you're good. just in time. Um, it's good. And, yeah, so... We talked a little bit before about how you want to do the summer movie preview, a little this, a little bit of a billboarding to tell you what's coming up, just in case you're a busy adult and you know you need somebody to do the like the legwork for you. I'm very busy. Right, which is this is Josh is our pretty much our uh, our Joe Schmo. He's our uh, our John Doe here, who's gonna pretty much help us walk through, like give us a little bit of perspective of the little guy, you know, that's out there. John Q. Public trying to make ends meet and might go see a movie with his family and, and figure things out. And maybe we'll be able to help him make his decisions as we go through the, the quagmire that is the, the summer releases. Right guys. That's me. That's That's me. me. (laughs) There's a lot of quagmires out there. So, If you, uh, if you would, get out your virtual calendars, and we're going to start with May, which we're in the middle of, and there have been, uh, obviously, The Great Gatsby comes out this weekend, which, again, uh, Jeff, being the resident Great Gatsby expert and The Great Gatsby number one uh, number one fan. I am a pretty big fan of The Great Gatsby. It is maybe my favorite book. So this is definitely worth just a note. The Great Gatsby, are you going to go see this movie, and do you think anyone else should bother go seeing this movie? I am going to go see this movie, and I stupidly have high hopes for it. Yeah. yeah. Baz Luhrmann, are you a fan of Baz Luhrmann? He's done some good stuff. I mean, I, I, I definitely like the Romeo and Juliet movie. I uh, never saw the Moulin Rouge movie. What am I missing? Australia. This is another big one. Right. No, I haven't seen that either. So, I mean, That's I, I don't know. That one with that chick in it, right? Yeah. yeah. Got Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Apparently, Colbert is having a book review of... Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, he's having um, Jennifer Egan, who's another. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's no F. Scott Fitzgerald, but she's a pretty good author uh, on his show to discuss with, the with Baz Luhrmann. Oh, Baz Luhrmann too, huh? Yeah, I hope, I hope he gives him the business. Um, 
<laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think um, I think we're due for for a great Gatsby. It's it's definitely it, it's it's that time in America right now. I mean, the rich the rich are living an opulent lifestyle right. while the poor are getting poorer. It's it, it's an interesting uh, interesting time to look at what it means to 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 achieve the American dream, and what the American dream means to everybody. I, I, I'm into it. I. I it will be impossible for this movie to make me happy. I, right. I don't know why I, I'm excited I was, I was about gonna it. Say, I can, you can kind of see that coming, really. But um, I think, you know, like, because Baz Luhrmann's doing it, I think it's going to be different enough. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be visually exciting and fresh. Enough, okay. um, he's going to fuck with it. So that's, like, as long as you're not expecting straight from I don't think I've ever seen a Baz Luhrmann film. Really? You never saw Romeo and Juliet? No. I'd strongly recommend it. Interesting. So... Staying with you, Jeff. Is that pretty much your uh, your number one pick in May, or do you have something else you want to bring up? No, that's that's definitely my May pick. Okay, James. The the month of May. If you were to help somebody like Josh decide where to go, where would you? Or Fast and the Furious Six. (laughs) 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 Would you tell him to go see? Um, my biggest interest in May is going to be Star Trek. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. I thought the cast was really well, especially Chris Pine. I think he's pretty perfect as uh, Kirk. Um, and I'm a sci-fi fan and a bit gullible for that kind of stuff. So I, I will pretty much watch any sci-fi film. You've seen you've seen the trailers for it, right? I have. Yeah. And you don't like? Do you expect anything different from this movie? Really? You mean compared to the first one? Right. Uh, I expect it to be a little bit more action-packed based off of the trailers. I'm not sure if that's going to be true, but it, I mean, right? It's a sequel. I, I, we've we've been introduced to the characters. What next? Right. Yeah. It's... Exactly. And I mean, I know it's the trailers' job to suck you in with that kind of stuff, but that's pretty much all they show in the trailer. So, based on that sample size, it seems like it's going to be pretty action-heavy. Right. A lot of shit's going to blow up. So yeah. So to you, Josh. Great yeah. Gatsby, Star Trek Into Darkness. In the in the month of May, uh, I believe Gatsby comes out this weekend. Star Trek comes out next weekend. So you could right. catch both. Would you have any any interest in either of these movies? Uh, yeah, actually, I am interested in the Star Trek movie. Not so much Great Gatsby uh, for reasons that Philistine. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff mentioned. I just don't like books in a movie. Sometimes it works. <laughs> Are you serious? Like every book gets turned into a movie. <laughs> No, he's just yeah, saying it's not going to Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. I, it <laughs> I'm with Josh on this one. <laughs> what are you, a fortune reader? Like, uh, <laughs> What the fuck, man? I'm giving my John Q opinion here, which is what you wanted. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and let me give my opinion. <laughs> oh, I love you, Josh. This is great. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I like between the two. I I'm really not like. I think I'm gonna catch both. I just I think your average your average watcher probably isn't all that interested in Great Gatsby and probably is interested in an action flick of some sort, which it seems like this new Star Trek movie is gonna be. It's Star Trek's got like the old name and old reputation behind it. People like the first one, and I think they're gonna want to see the second one. That's fantastic wrap up. No, well done, and you're absolutely right. And Zoe Zaldana. So moving on. Yeah, um, no problem with her. <laughs> I do. I do have one, or I guess two, three, three or four, five comments about May. I want to bring up two things. Two things first. <laughs> two or seven yeah. comments. Uh, after <laughs> Earth. Really have an hour here. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. We are kind of rolling here. Um, 
After Earth, which is a M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, Shyamalan. Oh, yeah. Um, some of my students said, I'm going to go see that, which leads me to believe <laughs> that it's probably going to be very popular. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Will Smith, Jane Smith. That movie looks absolutely terrible. And I, I want to bring it up mainly. Wait, because... both the Smiths are in this? It's, yeah, it's father and son. Only people in it, really. So who knows? Um, that was the twist ending, by the way. Yeah, that was the twist. So. The one, the one sleeper, not so much in terms of box office, but I want to bring up is uh, our uh, friend of the show, or maybe it's not a friend of the show, uh, Richard Linklater uh, has a movie coming out this month, which is uh, Before Midnight, which is pretty much a follow-up to his other three movies, Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, whatever, um, that have uh, Ethan Hawke and I always forget. Julie the... Delpy. Julie Delpy? Is that yeah. what it is? <laughs> um, and Linklater being the guy behind Waking Life and Days and Confused is kind of like maybe more, you know, maybe a couple generations after Jim. Maybe Jim's, you know, Jim can understand his uh, point of view, but he's kind of one of the guys that we used to look at back in the day as like, okay, like this guy's cool. He's a writer director who does movies that I'm kind of interested in. And he got... has the hand on the pulse right, of his generation. Right. Like suburbia. But that's, I was making, making a, couple age jokes there but uh, he deserves all the all the success in the world so i just want to bring up his his movie coming out this this may anyhow so flipping the page we're moving to june which has a lot of big things and when we were talking about romeo and juliet i wanted to bring up how that joss whedon's gonna have his shakespeare movie coming out much ado about nothing which i find hilarious uh that comes yeah comes out june 7th and uh, any Joss Whedon fans, put that on your radar. I'm guessing it's going to be a pretty limited release, but I could be wrong. Um, so anyhow, uh, let's go with you, James. Anything in your June calendar that you've got a, you got an X on? Um, June's actually probably my biggest month for ones that interest me. Yeah. Um, as far as the biggest one, man, that's a tough call. <sighs> I might have to go with Man of Steel versus what? What is the other one? Um, Dawson Masters University. Uh, that was on the list, yeah, because it's Pixar, and that's like really all the reason we can do. It's just Pixar. Um, actually, the it's either that the two big ones for me are Man of Steel and uh, This Is the End. Really? Yeah. I'm interested uh, in This Is the End too. Yeah. Um, Man of Steel probably wins out. They have a second me. one already. Um, the second one of what? I get it. I get it. Josh, Josh was making a joke that I that I said T W O instead of T O O, and unless it's like Team Wolf Two, which actually was T O O. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. I that. All right, but uh, yeah, Man of Steel uh, comes out June fourteenth. Um, I did like Superman Returns a lot, as you guys know and laugh at me about. But uh, yeah. um, what's that? Nothing. Nothing. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, this one it interests me a little bit. It seems a little darker than your normal Superman movie. Um, some more emotional heaviness, I guess you could say. Um, and I'm wondering if Christopher Nolan's producing has, like, if he's left his mark on this film at all, as far as that. Um, it's really more of an intrigue type thing for me, not really an excitement to see it. Uh, I just kind of want to see where they're going with it, if it's going to be any good, that sort of thing. Michael Shannon's General Zod. There's a yeah. General Zod. Are you okay with that? Um, it's hard to beat. Terrence Doesn't matter. Face. Kneel before oh, yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. As long as he says that, I'm good. And he, uh, from what he's actually told, you know, the people inside, like us, he has uh, never seen the original General Zod. Wait, what? Yeah. This is, he refuses to watch it. He refuses to watch it because he wants to. do He's something. never seen it just of his own accord Correct. before. Correct. Now. Correct. 
Holy <laughs> Nobody shit. held him down and people <laughs> watched any I just like I can't imagine my life having not seen that movie. It just it never occurred to me <laughs> it's that difficult, people haven't it? seen it. It's difficult. It, oh. it is. I like I'm not all interested in the reboot, but Zack Snyder directing, which kinda interests me. Um and you've got Amy Adams, who I'm, I'm kind of a kind of a fan fan of. Um, Wait, why do you like her though? Because she's uh, she's pretty, and uh, <laughs> you've got uh, obviously Diane Lane, who's you know totally 80s hot and yeah. older than unfortunately that. 80s she's hot. She's still hot. That <laughs> bitch. She's more like fine. 90s. Yeah, yeah, she's that bitch fine. <laughs> uh, but uh. Right, so what surprises me that this is the ends on your radar in terms of at least anything near Man of Steel, like just because the people that are in it. Yeah, and mostly because it's people playing versions of themselves, and I love when people do that. I, it shows me that they have a, super, a sense of humor about themselves, and I respect that a lot. And I'm not a Franco fan, as you guys know, but I have a feeling he's going to be his stoner self, which will make it okay. And it's it's an interesting story, just. I think it's they, pretty good. Yeah, it's a bunch of celebrity people at a party of James Franco, and the end of the world starts to happen, and it's their reaction to it, basically. And it has some potential for some pretty funny shit. Jeff, how do you feel about what uh, Jim just said? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with him on this. I saw a uh, like a featurette. It looked pretty funny. Um, I think these are a bunch of hilarious people, and it seems like it seems like it's basically just going to be like almost an improv riff yeah. the entire time and i don't think it's going to be mind-blowing but i think it's going to be funny i think man of steel is going to let us down and uh and that that will be funny and fine yeah, um, I, think it's, I think it's a drunken feature for yeah sure. i want to go see world war z really um, i'm interested in that i'm not excited about it like man of steel as well but yeah, it's, it intrigues me. I like the global aspect of it, but I don't know how much they're going right. to portray that in the film. Um, before, like, I guess going into World War Z really quick, it's been like plagued with the just alterations to the movie in terms of it, like not making sense and doing the story over a little bit. And from what I understand, it's pretty much like very bastardized. It's yeah, it is only a you know only a. a taken from the original book by name like it's only the name that it's borrowed everything else it's it's going to be kind of a mess because i like the idea too uh so i guess it comes down to josh do you like raging zombies more do you like uh man of steel or do you i'm, want... not, I'm not i'm not a fan of zombie anything these days yeah the you're all zombies out. Not on my radar at all yeah i just i was not like i never really got it in the first like sure you want a zombie movie every once in a while but then everybody started like eating and drinking and pissing zombie movies God, and zombie act video so games and everything. <laughs> and I just don't I, I don't care about zombie anything anymore. So I'm not interested in World War Z. This is the end. I don't know. June like 12th, baby. I think Jeff hit the nail on the head. Like it's going to be another one of those movies with those same people in it that are telling the same jokes, which is fine. It's funny, but like, let's do something else, guys. <laughs> like, you can't make the same movie 30 times in your life and have me still enjoy it. Uh, that said, I love Paul <laughs> How about Rudd. That still being the third time <laughs> in your life that has been rebooted? Well, okay, but that, like, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I lo- like, everybody, I feel like... Maybe we should have somebody else ask Josh the questions. <laughs> He's starting to get pretty hostile towards you, Greg. <laughs> I just feel like this is the end. It's going to be the same shit over. It's possible, like, yeah. It's going to be the same comedy over again. 
And I, I don't know. Maybe that's that's not the way it'll be. Everybody I, in that movie I individually it's, like. It's I just they're playing themselves, which like it lends sort of an extra yeah. layer of I don't yeah. know. From what little I've read about it, they're pretty like hard on each other too, like ripping yeah. on each other and stuff. So that part might be pretty funny. I think, uh, uh, yeah, maybe in the little thread there was a great thing about how. Um, uh, fuck, what's the kid's name from Arrested Development? Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, he like, said some pretty raunchy stuff like, in the trailer. Michael, Michael Sarah died, like, oh, he's dead, and, and they're just like, the guy just starts laughing like crazy, like, ah, that's fucking <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I, I, like, I get a kick out of that. It's, it's, it's good. It we'll see. It's good. I could be wrong. I could, I could so be does wrong. So does that mean, I could be wrong, too. If you had to vote, you'd go Man of Steel, then? I'd go you Man of Steel, yeah. I'd go cool. Man of Steel. I always had a soft spot for Superman. Uh, are you a Zack Snyder fan as well, Mr. Uh, the director of Watchmen? Let's pretend as John Q that I don't really know. Not John Q, but I don't, what's his face? That uh, I don't really know who that is. No. Uh, yeah, it is the uh, director of Watchmen. Never studied. Oh. Everyone's favorite movie, Sucker Punch. So you know you've got. I didn't that, see right? Sucker Punch. I don't know. The, the, all those sound like they're okay. Next ready. He helped with the screenplays too. Um, yeah. Definitely hasn't blown me away with anything. It hasn't blown you. He did not. He did not. He did not direct "Blown Away," so I don't know where you got that from. But <laughs> "Blown Away" is so awesome. Uh, the one one thing hasn't been brought up. I guess I'll be. Bring, uh, I guess I will address the uh, small time things. I, another another director that we've looked at before for uh, entertainment that's sort of out on the the fringe is Sofia Coppola's movie with uh, starring friend of the show Emma Watson. Uh, the Bling Ring comes out June 14th. She's in This Is The End, too. Something, Yeah, this is true. Uh, something to look forward to. And uh, that's June 14th. Man of Steel is June 14th. This Did is anybody see her last movie with Steven Dorff? Uh, yeah, you're talking about... Um, oh, I haven't seen it, but I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, and now I don't remember. When you right, get, so no, get you the interns no. on it. But no, I have not yet. Um, I'm a Watson. Steven Dorff's my boy, though. He's my boy. I'm claiming it right now. So... <clears throat> June gone off the off the charts. Back uh, going on to July. Uh, I'm gonna start because I am completely pumped to go see Pacific Rim. Which in case yeah. anyone, in case anyone's wondering, it's no prob- one's wondering. It's probably my number one for the summer in terms of I'm gonna see this movie. Which I was gonna ask you guys later what your number one was, but Pacific Rim is it for me? Uh, Guillermo del Toro, pretty much uh, monster versus giant monster versus giant machine or giant monster versus is giant this, monster. I, I call it. I'm confused whether that movie is supposed to be a comedy or not. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, no, I don't think it's supposed to be a comedy. I don't think it is either. <laughs> is it going to be a comedy anyway? Yes, definitely. It will have some pretty ridiculous things in it. I will, I will completely agree with that. There are a lot of a lot of friends of the show. Uh, Idris Elba, Ron Perlman. God, Ron Perlman, so Charlie awesome. Day. Uh, Everyone's uh, favorite Heath Ledger lookalike, Charlie Hunnam. Um, all <laughs> in it. not my favorite lookalike. <laughs> I have a guy. But Guillermo del Toro is pretty much he's he wasted some time because he was supposed he was attached to do The Hobbit for a while, and then due to family slash uh, concerns dealing with this movie, had a dump, jump ship on that. So it's been like five years since his last movie. So. Guillermo del Toro has been hopefully pouring his heart into this movie. And it looks, you know, the trailer makes it look entertaining. Is it going to be awesome is the question. It's going to be entertaining. Is it going to be awesome? And that's uh, remains to be seen. But I, uh, yeah, number one for me. You guys interested in this movie? Pretty sweet. 
Uh, I am. In fact, it's probably the only July movie I'm kind of interested in. Wait, are we still talking about Pacific Rim? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but your ass, we are. Are you talking yep. about Malrose? <laughs> <laughs> I am a sucker for monster movies, so it looks like just stupid fun, and that's what I want to go see. Yeah. So yeah. July's kind of a kind of a weird. So, weird and month. since I you know duplicated your answer, I'm just going to say stay away from R.I.P.D. I saw the preview for that. Shit. And it looks that's what I was going to bring up. R.I.P.D. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's, that's the way it's I'm people, going. It's people that, that fight ghosts or something. Yeah, it's it's the like R.I.P.P.D. Get it? You know, like uh, fucking yeah. terrible. <laughs> version of Men in Black. Dude, Ryan Reynolds is in. It can't be that bad. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. So. Jeff Bridges, bitches. Ryan Reynolds was in Green Lantern. How'd that turn Dude, we've out? got our next episode name. The well, wasn't that bad. The Jeff Bridges <laughs> Bitches Movie Hour. Shut the fuck up, John Q. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, you have no other, uh, in terms of July, that you have nothing uh, that's on your radar? Everything looks terrible. Um, <laughs> there's a movie that I'll, I won't go to the theater and see, but there's this movie called Dealing with Idiots, uh, directed by uh, and written by Jeff Garland, it looks like. Yeah, it's yeah. A documentary. It's, it's the second one, right? The second documentary I remember reading about. Like his uh, second movie. Not documentary. Yeah, it's, a, it's a mockumentary. Right, yeah, mockumentary. Yeah. Um, or a, yeah. And uh, apparently the, the, th- the, uh, the storyline is that he's, he's sort of dealing with these absurd, absurd people on his kid's baseball team and like tries to like become friends with them and befriend them in order to get Children? material for a movie that he's writing, which seems kind of like a funny idea to me. Right. Um, I'm looking at it and Chris Guest, Fred Willard, Bob Odenkirk, uh, all involved. I think a very funny cast. Good, good for stuff like this. It seems like it might be kind of like a Chris Guest movie. Right, another improv just fast and it could work. And yeah, I didn't see his... I think it sounds funny. Like I, I, his last I mean, one was what? Like trying to find someone who, to eat cheese with or something like that was the name yeah, of it. Really? I don't know. Yeah, anything I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, it yeah, could be. I mean, it's, it's a funny concept. Like seriously, like people are... Anytime that you find ridiculous people, in, it, it, it's, it's a great place to... Uh, like Chris Guest did it with Best in Show and the and uh, um, waiting for Guffman. Anytime when like you have a group of people that take something way too seriously, it's a great great way to uh, to make a mockumentary. And I'm, I'm yeah. excited about it. Right, Josh? Did you like any of those movies that we'd thrown out? The two that you mentioned. Uh, well, got, I have one more. And do you want me to sell you on one more? Yeah, I've sell got... me on one more. All right, there's a movie coming out. Um, I believe it is. I think it's July 5th. It's called The Way Way Back. Have you heard of it? Nothing. No. Um, Give me a quick little synopsis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the. Um, right, it's, I got it's, this. Don't worry about it. The <laughs> way back. Written and directed by the, the Oscar winners that made The Descendants, um, which was pretty good. Sam Rockwell's in it. And Sam Rockwell's in it, yes. Coming of age story. Coming of age story, correct. And <laughs> Jeff, would you like to take it over? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to do it. And I'm just going to say the things before you say them. Whenever <laughs> oh, okay. Um, a lot, of, a lot of big names in it, as he'd mentioned. you got Sam Rockwell, <laughs> Steve Carell, Tony Collette, uh, Rob Corddry, everyone's favorite, uh, Maya, Rold- Maya, Maya Rudolph, and uh, Amanda Peet. And uh, pretty much coming-of-age story of a kind of like a broken family uh, and his mom. There's a uh, – I think it's supposed to be a uh, only child, kind of in his teens, maybe uh, later teens. And his mom's kind of like, it seems like on the dating circle a little bit. And he's kind of uh, really shy around girls and he gets 
taking fish out of water from his normal place out to seems to like live with pretty much his uh, mom's boyfriend. It's kind of like I don't know if that's the exact plot, but it seems like that from the trailer. And from there, he gets introduced to uh, a couple of co- a couple of these workers at a water park and ends up like finding a home away from his mom and trying to like become his own guy. And like he said, like a coming of age story, maybe a little bit of a trial by fire kind of stuff going on. And it seems like it's kind of like a very, you know, deep hearted movie and about growing up. And it seemed, uh, seemed pretty nice. And, uh, Sam Rockwell, you know, friend of the show. And it looks hilarious. Uh, Sam Rockwell might be enough to sell me this. Right. So that's July 5th. So the good news is if that comes out July 5th, Pacific Rim is July 12th. So you can catch both. Um, do I have to catch both? <laughs> I'm asking you if, if right. it's on Q Public. Here's, well, see. here's my lineup. Despicable. And then I'm going to throw a disclaimer on at the end because right. I saw this and I couldn't. You'll see. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> First pick. The Way Way Back. Sam Rockwell. Stealing my heart. Second pick. Dealing with idiots. Because it sounds like it could maybe sort of kind of be funny. And then third pick. Pacific Rim. Wow. But reading the tagline for Pacific Rim, go big or go extinct, that kind of makes me want to see it way more than I would otherwise. <laughs> I'm happy you're on board, Josh. I'm happy you're on board. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. So July has a couple couple things to check out. So and we've you know we're skipping over movies that we're not all that like Lone Ranger, Despicable Me Two. Like if you have a kids, you're gonna see that movie. Lone Ranger probably is gonna bomb. That's my guess, but who knows? Um, yeah, you have Johnny Depp attached to it, so I yeah. guess he just prints money. Who knows? Uh, so that's illegal, right? <laughs> Unless it's Monopoly money, I didn't say it might be in Monopoly money. Uh, August, the last month, the killer month. Still cheating. It's. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, what does your August look like? If we're My looking at your calendar, where, where are we at here? Well, I got to start with the, uh, the 300 sequel that has literally no one from the original attached to it. That's, uh, wait, what's the sequel for 300 uh, called rise of an empire? Durr. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it does have somebody attached from the original and it's Lena Hedy Hedy. Oh, oh really? Sad. Cersei? Yeah, that's she the, was uh whatever his name's yeah she chick. was the queen yeah, right the right yeah okay whatever um green's in it which or evergreen fuck yeah okay oh, and yeah. there's tons of people from the original in this come on man that's the narrative okay, like, I, I guess I meant like the uh like writer director main character right, like, Zack Snyder was busy doing anybody that you would give a shit about um yeah all right so moving guys on. Uh, okay, so that's that's what you're starting. Do you even care what I have to say? All right, just uh, you're starting with what are you ending with? No, I I think um I, in all seriousness, I think Kickass Two is my go-to. Sixteenth, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's what I want to see in in August. It 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 proved you know I mean I think Kickass One was it was a nice departure point, and we'll see. I think it could go a really bad direction or a really cool direction. I I would like to see this become an entire you know an entire thing like the, like every other goddamn superhero movie yeah, entire series. yeah. right it's, just, it's it's got a tough job with the expectations game on it for sure yeah well yeah, mine, are high. mine are always high I, I i make this huge mistake of of high expectations for movies and so it makes me hate everything second in a series it's hard to hard to act to to carry that's for the sure sophomore slump i don't yeah. know like temple of doom just 
yeah, like how do you get higher than Temple of Doom? Yeah, really, like you you make that mark and no one's touched it since <laughs> what? Gremlins two. <laughs> uh, it does seem like this movie is more focused on the relationship of uh, Kick Ass and Hit Girl, which is going to be cool. Uh, um, and then you've got a whole. Hopefully, it doesn't turn into like superhero versus supervillain war, which it kind of seems like it's going to turn into like mob versus mob like that. But uh, at least toward the end, but maybe maybe it'll work out. We'll see. And uh, I think I don't know. August is August is kind of weird. Uh, there are three on my on my radar, and they're all like different formats and genres you have elysium which kind of looks interesting that's august 9th and we've talked about it before being like the neil blom i never can pronounce his name blom 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 (laughs) uh who did district nine uh this is going to be an interesting movie with matt damon and jodie foster uh, attached and i'm probably going to catch it i'm a sci-fi kind of uh kid like james is Kick-Ass is August 16th, and then at the end, you've got August 23rd, we have our boy uh, Simon Pegg and Nick yeah. Frost have The World's End comes out August 23rd. I had that one circled as well. Yeah. So Which I, I guess is going to be like their Dante's Peak to Seth Rogen's Volcano. Right, <laughs> like... right, exactly. Like, So what is, uh, out of those three, James, what are you looking at as number one? Um, I'm probably leaning towards uh, world, or, yeah, The World's End for me. Just because you need some comedy in your lineup, although I do, say I do. you're going to go see. Uh, oh, I guess Man of Steel's beating. Man of Steel, yeah. See, I, my Matt Damon uh, apathy is overrides the uh, Elysium sci-fi element, so that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> what you haven't seen? Uh, you know that movie that he did with Ben Affleck that was really good. <laughs> with the, with the I thing did find like how you like about, apples. I'm talking about Finding Forrester. I'm talking about Finding Forrester. <laughs> so. Uh, the World's End being uh, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, the guys of uh, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and uh, did some TV stuff too. They, uh, they're geniuses and they're putting together another British romp. And it seems hilarious. It's going to be interesting between those three. Josh, if you were to pick between Kick-Ass 2, The mm. World's End, and Elysium, do you need a little more background story? Because between those three, I think you'd have to make a choice. No. Uh... Are you aware of all these movies? What what they, well, they are yeah, about? Yeah, I haven't. I never saw Kick Ass one, so I don't. I don't have. Okay. I don't have a, a basis for that, so it's kind of out of the running to begin are with. Are you a Nick Cage fan? In in what sense are you asking <laughs> uh, me in, that question? <laughs> any sense, because you need to see Kick Ass, the original, to uh, you, okay. You one of his Nick better Cage, performances. I really love movie <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage, not so much. Then you'll like it. You'll like it a lot. He's okay. per- he is perfect. In He's pretty Kick-Ass. good. Jeff, right. James, you agree? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the Nick Cage you want to see. It's the Nick Cage yeah. you want to see. Probably okay, his second so this, best performance. Yeah. The World's End, I'm assuming, is pretty much going to be another one of those comedies which are good. Yep. Uh, which I've enjoyed in the past. Looks like uh, much they go to like a town to do a pub crawl, and the town is full of like borderline aliens or something weird. So right. yeah, it's going to be funny. Um, but yeah, again, like kind of the same thing. Getting kind of tired of it. Still funny. Yeah. I'll get a laugh out of it, but I'm not sure I'm interested in seeing it. Uh, the Elysium thing appeals to me. I'm a lot like you, I think, in that I'm, I'm kind of a fan of, and I get that, I don't know that much about this, but it seems like it's kind of the dystopia yep. situation yep. where something ha- something big happens to change the entire world, yeah, which sounds kind of cliche and is kind of cliche, but I still kind of like it. So out of those three, I think I'd pick that one. It's like Total Recall when the when the Martians get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm one of you. <laughs> Uh, so 
Yeah, I, I guess since, you know, I already picked Pacific Rim, but let's do a quick, quick synopsis here. This summer, what's your number one movie? Jeff, what do you think? Great Gatsby, if we're counting that. Yeah, it counts. Great Gatsby's number one and coming soon. So are we going to have a Great Gatsby review next week? I can't make promises, but I hope so. <laughs> okay. James, number one movie for the, the summer, all the way up to August. Yeah, mine... Mine might be Pacific Rim too. It just looks stupid oh, shit, fun. Really? Yeah. Well, they made yeah. a second one already. Yep. <laughs> I sure did. Damn it. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. I like my monster movies. Yeah. I'm. I. I'm on board, man. <laughs> it's I'm gonna be so bad. Oh, it <laughs> could very well be. Could be. <laughs> it's gonna be so. Or knows Hellboy Two was not in, not the best. Uh, so, uh, Josh, did we help you at all make your decisions for the month? Yeah. I, well, I kind of like on my own accord uh but based on this discussion and based on my own accord uh knowing what was coming out ahead of time i'd probably go with star trek movie into yeah, darkness that would yeah. probably be my number two star trek's gonna be big I, i'm curious here let's do one last uh guess here is star trek gonna make more money than iron man 3 when it comes out the weekend no no yeah. no 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 yeah. um no, i don't even think it'll I gotta be that find out. i gotta find out if it's in 3d <laughs> man yeah, I guess I'll go now. Like, are we going to have a record crazy year is the question. Yeah, I'll go not quite as much. I'll go, yeah. I don't think it's going to come that close even. I think it'll be big, but I don't think it'll be close to that. Looks like we do have 3D. Oh, boy. Oh my I don't gosh. get it. I don't even like... It's, I don't like 3D. Don't like 3D? In a depressed way, I don't like 3D. Uh-huh. Yeah. 3D action, it'll make billions, but I don't know. I guess my vote would be, my my vote would be no too. I I don't like. I really think Iron Man three made some money based on Avengers. Like I'm, I don't know what that amount is, but I think sixty two point seven. Yeah, there's there's some synergy going on there. And not only that, but I think Iron Man three has a small like a. A little bit younger audience than Star Trek would have, so I think it's not you're your father's a... Iron Man, right? It's <laughs> like you're getting a lot more kids in Iron Man three than you're getting in the Star Trek movies, I think. Right? Okay. It's not your father's Star Trek. <laughs> so we have a Star Trek, Pacific Rim, and Gatsby. Wow, I did not think those would be the winners of the summer, but they're here. So those are our notes. We'll make sure to put some posts on uh, Facebook at the Movie Hour page and also the GoingPit.com so you guys know where our where our hearts lie, where where we are, where we really uh, have our allegiances here. But uh, right, so I guess this brings us. We have a Parker Posey play along. This no way. Yes. Correct. James, yeah. Do you, do yeah. you have it? Uh, I do have it. Um, We're running pretty pretty short on time, so all right. So I'll so, do this quickly. Um, there is a uh, current. I'll give you a quick background. There's currently a a party going on at my house. One of the, it's like a Tupperware style party, but instead of selling Tupperware, they're selling dildos? wall decals. Yes. And, oh, I thought I thought yeah. you were gonna say dildos. <laughs> uh, I had that a couple weeks ago. That one's done. Um, so, and previously we had gotten a wall decal of a movie quote on our wall. And I was recently asked by a friend of mine to try and think of a good one involving superheroes for their baby room. And I had a hard time, and it's kind of a very narrow question to actually ask you to come up with a kid-based superhero one. Um, My answer will be based on that, but if you want to just pick the movie quote that you would put on a wall in your home, that would be acceptable. Wait, wait, wait. So, it's a... (laughs) I have to ask a question. It's it's like a (laughs) superhero movie quote to put put 
put on somebody's wall in their home. In your home, yep. For a kid. Uh, my answer is going to be based on the kid. Yours doesn't have to be. If you can think of one for a kid's room, God bless, because that was my task given to me. Okay. I had a hard time. So, so a quote that we love enough to put in somebody's house on a wall. So in my particular instance, they had a picture of a montage of superheroes, and they were putting a quote under it for their kid's room. And the best thing I could come up with that had to do with kids was, where does he get those wonderful toys? And that's all I could come up with. So that's going to be my <laughs> the original Batman. Correct. That's very good. Very good. So that's what I came up with. If you want to go with the baby's room mon- or, uh, motif as well, God bless. Otherwise, just something you would put in your your house. Oh, that's a good play for the kid, too. That's That's well played, man. I like that. I would like to go with Batman Returns and a, one of my favorite penguin quotes, and it's just. That's really good. How do you spell that? The castle. You bothered to quote it at the end, like from the penguin. I'd put the castle of Ah on over there. That's not a superhero one. I don't know. That's tough. Like the one that pops in my head, probably just because it seems the most prevalent, is with great power comes great responsibility. That pops in my head. Um, I had another one too. Uh, I just, oh yeah, it was going to be Dark Knight. Uh, swear to me, like that's come on. Who doesn't want that quote out there? It has yeah. to be a superhero. No, it doesn't. My my example was yours. Doesn't have to be superhero or kid based. I kid-based, that's just the okay. example I used. Okay. So if you want to just pick it, like, for instance, in our movie room, we have one up there already that most of you guys know about. And it's just, there's no fighting in here. This is the war room. And that's like, that's an example of another, you know, answer that you can use. It doesn't Are have you to still be. happy with having that on your wall. Do you have a, you know, do you have we a, had a discussion about whether we should take it. I don't actually. I don't. It's hard to remove and put up another. You should do like a monthly thing. Well, that's, that's what's. Uh, my housemate and sister was talking about doing so i was just saying maybe we should just add to it and go around the like the top edge of the room since it's a very movie decorated room to begin with so i don't know what they decided Mm. but anyway any other answers out there no um all right i'm going with one but i want to alter the quote a little bit just to make it fit and i think it's not really a quote then what just know that's a paraphrase. Right. I want to use a Jarrell quote, Superman, very, very time. Oh, dude, you topical. Oh, yeah, fine. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm taking. Go ahead. It's mine. No, go ahead. Um, it's cool. And it's the most memorable line of his, one of his recordings uh, sent to Superman um, uh, or Kal El, whatever you want to call him. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's him telling him, uh, telling his son, his baby, who he's barely met. Uh, about the humans and he just says like live as one of them discover where your strength and where your powers are needed always hold in your heart the pride of your special heritage whatever but they can be great people Uh, I'm sorry they can be great people as they wish to be they only lack the light to show the way but what I want to do is just eliminate the cow like he refers to his kid Cal out you just want to remove his name remove that so, like, they live as one of them to discover where your strength and your power are needed. That's so, basically, it'd be perfect that. if the kid was named kal Yeah, perfect. Exactly. Okay. Yep. That, so, that's my line. If we're going to, like, a superhero, I want to go with your superhero. Okay. You're, you're trying to stick with the motif. Okay. So, live as one of them to discover where your strength and your power are needed. That's what I want right there. Boom. Done. That's my quote. I'm taking it. Okay. Anybody else? Superhero so, or not? 
for no apparent reason, my mind immediately jumped to the uh, Ferris Bueller shower scene. Oh, okay. uh, a person should not believe in an ism. He should believe in himself. I like it. Yeah, that's good. I like, I like it. it. That's a good mantra. There's a lot of never-ending story quotes popping into my head, John. <laughs> Most of mine were Bill Murray-based. <laughs> Bill. Yeah, there are a lot of good Bill Murray-based ones. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Yeah, that'd be real good. <laughs> I, uh, Greg's still mine. And what the first is... thing that popped into my head, which is why I laughed. For the record, why, I, feel just... I feel I'm sorry to interrupt you, Josh, but I do feel like super... Ferris Bueller is a superhero. Okay. Oh, yes. Noted. Noted. Yes. What is what is librarian's ass. name? Are you Darla menstruating? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> what has that got to do with it? <laughs> that guy's a hero. That guy's an American hero. <laughs> All right, Josh. Josh, let's do this. Uh, so the first thing, I don't know how this came into my mind, and I, it's either funny or it's not funny. I'm not sure which. Um, but what at the end of Hook. When it's Rufio funny. goes, you know what I wish? <laughs> wish I had a dad like you. I totally put that on my kid's wall. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> well, it's happy- funny because it's like you should you should appreciate me because Rufio would have <laughs> my happy. And Rufio's way cooler than you'll ever be. Yeah, and you make sure you put like Rufio's shit on there, like it came from Rufio. So. You can put uh, the the Tinkerbell quote like that uh, that the quote Who about tell me like, what I can put on my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> that place between dreaming and near awake. That's where I'll always love you. Come on, that's awesome. That, you know, kids chicks love that stuff. That just freaks me out. Like some dudes watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's not some dude. It's Julia Roberts. Yeah, some dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that question will be at the boards, youngpit.com. I also have it at the Move Our page. Uh, look for it on Facebook. James, repeat it one last time for our listeners. Yeah, if you were to put a movie quote on your wall, what would that quote be? Awesome. Uh, James, Jeff, thank you so much for the summer preview. I hope you, Hopefully everybody uh, enjoyed it and learned a few things as well. We're trying to be educational here. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for your input. R.I.P. Ray. And, uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Drive safe, people. Josh, thanks for joining us, man. Hopefully uh, that sapo and still has some juice when you're wrapped up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> it Good. does its thing. It does its thing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, there will be more info at the boards if you're looking for some uh, more summer preview stuff. Thank you all once again. The Ray Harryhausen. Harryhausen. Ray Harryhausen Stop Motion Movie Hour. We'll see you next time. But I was thinking about comparing the two. Josh, you might have to like. <laughs> Dude, if you haven't seen you it, you might have to never make that noise ever again. <laughs> 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 smiles, everybody. It's the, it's the magic ingredient to this. The smiles. I'm smiling. It's my scientific speciality. <laughs> Ooh, like Man of Steel, <laughs> like John Carter. Bullshit. <laughs> the packs. It's the pack. The packs. A giant bat. <laughs> no man. <laughs> so they say he drinks blood. <laughs> this is George Peterson. <laughs> it, was, it was Alice, by the way. Alice, yes, I should have known that.
What was that, Alice? The librarian. Josh is rolling over in his grave. He knows that. By the way, I feel like there's got to be an Alice in Wonderland quote that would be awesome to put in your kids' room. Yeah, it's who are... Whoa, that'd be deep. Mm-hmm.